This is SportsCenter. The World View of Wrestling on WVOW in Logan. A lot to get to today. Hell in a cell, and if you take the cell part off, that's probably my opinion of it. Money in the Bank coming up for WWE. Edge returns on WWE, as well as AEW has moved to Friday. Now they moved to Saturday, and now they're going back to Wednesday. And people are still watching. New Japan Pro Wrestling, potentially in a deal with WWE, which is probably good because WWE is firing everybody. It's the Worldview of Wrestling. I'm Aaron Stone. And I'm Nathan Bush. It's the Worldview of Wrestling. WVOW on WVOW in Logan. Welcome in. It's the Worldview of Wrestling brought to you by Children's Home Society. Great big show planned for you here today. Of course, Aaron Stone joining me as always to talk about the crazy world of pro wrestling. And uh, been a minute since we've been with you, but we're happy to be back and talking all things professional wrestling. So, Mr. Stone, let's get to it. No time to waste. Let's look at what's been going on recently in the biggest company in the world, the WWE. The biggest company in the world. It might be the biggest company, period, not just in wrestling. Well, they're definitely making some waves with their champions. Now, the last time we were on here talking, there hasn't been any world title changes from any of the major companies minus New Japan. Well, that sort of Yeah, that was based on injury. We'll talk about that later, but... Roman Reigns, still the Universal Champion. Lashley, still the uh, WWE World Heavyweight Champion. And they're just kind of going on. And right now, Roman Reigns has come out and said, hey, I've beat everybody in almost a year. There's nobody left, which will turn into a match at Money in the Bank, clearly. But, you know, he throws... We talked about Hell in a Cell. You mentioned it. And uh, you were I, I think you were right, for the most part. Um, <laughs> the sale part off. That's what the whole night was. Yeah, it, it was It was tough. Uh, Ray and Roman had their Hell in a Cell on Friday night. Lashley and McIntyre... We could go Friday. Yeah, we could go Friday. Excuse me. Uh, Lashley and McIntyre had theirs on Sunday night. Bailey and Bianca had, a, had one on Sunday night. And then Monday... Lashley was back again with uh, Xavier Woods. Just call it Hell in a Cell weekend. Yeah, it was almost like, hey, we got to get this thing out. Let's go ahead and just get all of them out of the way. You know what? I really don't really. Uh, I really don't mind the the idea there. You, I I don't like it. You get one on Friday night on t- television. That's going to get people. Well, if I haven't gotten a Peacock Network yet, maybe I'll get it now. And then you have it on that. And then Monday night, you well maybe I'll watch that repeat. I think it's a little overdone. Uh, maybe maybe you could do one on Sunday, maybe one on Friday. But I mean, we've already discussed about having too many Hell in a Cell matches. Yeah, on on a show for Hell in a Cell. If you're going to do Hell in a Cell, you should have one one Hell in a Cell match on the pay per view, and that should be the big match on the pay per view. I don't think you should. I don't think you should have one on a pay per view just because the pay per view is coming up. Well, clearly they they they're calling it Hell in a Cell because it sells. 
and people, it must. People want to people want to see the Hell in a Cell match. They remember the Mick Foley's and the, all those matches. So when they call it that, it's really just pushing it. They it's literally they have to do one on there, otherwise they can't have one called that. I just wish they wouldn't ha- have one, have a show called that personally. But that's just me. I think this should be like uh, it should be a, a feud ender only when completely necessary, as you would view most cage matches. That's just me. Now, if they were to work their storylines in a way here, to where it didn't seem like. Oh, it's hell in a cell time. We better put a match in there. I mean, you had some good matches on hell in the cell and we'll talk about them here in a little bit. Uh, one of them being Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. That would have been a good match to throw into a cell, but they're not done with them yet. And and they were just getting started with it. That's the problem. And you're getting, I don't know. I just, I hate gimmick pay-per-views for the most outside of money in the bank and Royal rumble. I really don't like gimmick pay-per-views. Personally, that's just me. Well, of course, um, you have Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns is... He wasn't even on the pay-per-view. He wasn't even yeah. on the pay-per-view, and he's hes the number one guy in the company right now. Uh, possibly yeah. in any company right now. He's the guy that's hitting on all all cylinders. Oh, yeah, and this, this acknowledge me, the head of the table. I'm digging it. I need your brother. We need your brother. Our family is best when it's complete when we're all together. Don't worry about tonight. Handle business as usual. Roman is uh, whoo, a little devilish there. Well, and he did handle business as usual. As uh, one of the funniest moments I think you'll see in pro wrestling was Roman Reigns just yell, not yelling, but just launching Dominic Mysterio out of a wrestling ring and just just threw him. Yeah. And it was, and then we had a repeat of that. Of yeah, that, uh, that whole thing with. Him and Mysterio during the Hell in the Cell. By the way, the Hell in the Cell match on on Friday Night SmackDown, in my opinion, was probably the best one of all of them. I don't agree with that, but it w- I'd say second best. What was the first one? I really liked Lashley and McIntyre. I thought well, they had a I thought they had a good cell match. Well, I well and Bailey and, and Bianca had their merits too. Like but. I'm not saying that any of the matches were good or bad or you know whatever. I'm just saying. Hey, let's have a let's have a cage match or a cell match just to have one is not the way to do it. That's just I don't me. Know. I felt Lashley and McIntyre went a little long. Of course, I've been kind of tired of them now. They they need yeah, to move that, on. I get that they've done it a lot, and they, maybe they had McIntyre dead before the, the cage match ever happened. But I didn't mind it. <laughs> yeah, right. But uh, another thing to talk about here as we leave Hell in a Cell and head into Money in the Bank. That's uh, right around the corner. And that's going to be a big, big event already for the men's ladder match. Qualified Ricochet, John Morrison, Riddle, Big E, and then we're going to determine one tomorrow night on on Raw. It'll be either be AJ Styles, Randy Orton, or Drew McIntyre. Now the women's you have uh, well, and well, we still got Kevin Owens or Sami Zayn. Oh, that's right, as well. That, that's coming up this Friday. They announced that's... it this past Friday. They're going to be doing a last man standing. Yeah. to to decide that. Is that the final member of the men's? No, there will be two others two after others. after okay. those are those matches happen. So. Okay, yeah, yeah. So yeah. we'll see uh, who ends up there. The women's, you were saying, Oscar, Naomi, Alexa Bliss, Nikki Cross, Carmella, and three others. Now let's step back to the men's for just a second here. I think you know we kind of talked about this off air, but I think uh, I was kind of leaning towards Sami Zayn because Sami Zayn he strikes me as a guy that's going to be able to pull off a lot more of these. Uh, maneuvers uh high high 
risk, high risk. maneuvers. Uh, but well, you got Ricochet and John Morrison in there, right? And, and then you got Randy Orton. Well, he hasn't qualified yet. Well, it's either going to be him or AJ or Drew, and that's your your stars there. And so, I think Kevin Owens should probably get the better of Zayn. I'm looking right now, without knowing the other two, I'm looking at Kevin Owens for a win here. You know the guy who who stands out to me that would probably use this the best, and a lot of people may disagree with me, but I think the guy who they've been on the verge of making a star, and he's really stalled right now and needs something, is Big E. I think Big E would absolutely do great with Money in the Bank. Either him or... I'm looking for somebody that... I'm looking for somebody that's never held the big one. Mm. Somebody that's never had it. I'm looking at maybe a Ricochet. Why not a John Morrison oh, man, uh, on the titles, other side? These titles flip around so dang much. Well, I mean... I mean, it's almost as if, as if you're running out of people that's never had one. Eh, not necessarily. I'm talking about the big titles. Now, the United States Intercontinental title, yeah, those kind of flip-flop. But as far as your main championships, they don't change as often as you think. Not anymore. Well, I was just talking about championships in, well yeah in, in of particular course. Of course. Uh, between all the tags and the 205s of course right. very much left of the 205 but I'm about we to say you and i you and i right now might have to be on 205 after uh after what was happening there but we'll get to that in a minute um what do you think about nikki cross her new her new look i i, I whether fortunately or unfortunately i've only seen pictures i haven't i haven't seen the segment um, she seems to have embraced it. That's great, and if it's entertaining and it's and it's whatever, but it's the part where the you know this isn't the '90s, this isn't the Attitude Era or whatever they want to call it. So having a person with magical, mystical powers uh, doesn't work for me. So I see this, and I see a superhero in this outfit of hers. Could she make it work like the hurricane did? Did the hurricane even make it work? I mean, he was main evented raw against the rock once. I mean, how many? How many? Uh, how I don't many times did anybody else do that? I don't think people out there really clamor to be the guy who main evented one raw once. Better and, than better than never main eventing, but not much better. But Shane uh, Helms, he had a name for himself. Already, he took on this Hurricane character. Uh, he still does the character. So on that point, yeah, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll more power to her. But I'm just tired of the not real stuff. I understand. I, mean, I get that. I love The Fiend. Boy, you talk about going off the rails here with The Fiend. But uh, I like Nikki Cross. I like her as a, as a talent. And I like, yeah. I've, I've liked what I've seen her in. Of course, there's a lot of stuff she's been in I haven't liked. But... With her and Alexa, uh, Alexa Bliss having their background, um, I'd like to see something come from that. Yeah, and, and it might. Um, again, if I had to pick right now, my money's on Alexa Bliss to win this Money in the Bank match. Otherwise, what's the point of having her going around doing the voodoo stuff for months here, you know? I don't know. Papa Bliss for, you know, Alexa <laughs> Shango. Uh, she's really doing it, so we'll, well see. Well, si- since they've burned the fiend and buried the fiend and blown the fiend up and done everything they've done to the fiend, uh, he had kind of taken on a little protege. And when I mean mm-hmm. little, I mean little protege in Alexa Bliss. Alexa Bliss, she is like taking on this female form of the fiend, and, and, and I'm I'm over it. 
They've, I've been over it. Well, I mean, yeah. WrestleMania, I mean, WrestleMania was the killer. It killed it. Great, great, great spot there. Great visual of the of the black viscous fluid running over her face. What's happening? And then, of course, the eater of pins, Bray Wyatt. He ends up getting another pinfall again. Him, um, and he hasn't been seen since. I imagine they're saving him for the live shows. They're going back in front of people. We'll talk about that I mean, coming. Why? Up. Who, who's he got to put over now? I don't. I mean, so who needs I a pinfall win now? It might be about time to kind of scale back the supernatural. Get more Dean Koontz instead of Stephen King. But that's just me. Okay. All right. Well, let's look at some other potential Money in the Bank matches here. Lashley and Kofi for the WWE title. Uh, to me, this is just, I mean, it's cool. Kofi's in the main event. No problem with that. But this is, we're just now trying to get Lashley to SummerSlam before he sees a legitimate title right. contender. Well, yeah. Right, right. I mean, this is literally Kofi, former champion, big run, big popularity, still part of the New Day, even though yeah. the New Day split up over two two shows. Well, there's some rumors going around that that's going to be, that's going to change. I I could see that. Definitely. Yeah, there's some rumors that Big E may be heading to Raw and uh, the New Day may be back. But we'll see on that. I don't know. I don't know if I'd send him to Raw. I might send them to SmackDown. I'd rather do that, I think. Do something else with Raw. And trust because... me, everybody that's on Raw is begging to go somewhere else. <laughs> right. Uh, Raw is not good. Raw is not good. It's a three-hour show, and I find myself interested in maybe... I, I like what they're doing with Lashley. I do. I like RK-Bro. I like that. I like what they're doing there. I'm not hating what they're doing with the whole Ricochet Sheamus thing. I mean, it's not everything on Raw is bad. But it's no, most of but everything most of it is. It's bad. It's it's not good. Yes. it's not worth watching. It's, it's not, not. It's not. It's not worth the effort to pick the remote up and turn it on there. And three hours is a long time. Yeah, wait, wait the first hour, and then maybe go over and see what's going on. Well, that's, that's about it. I, I do know this. Um, you know, clearly we both believe Lashley's going to go over Kofi, and that's fine. Just keep his run going at this point. I do think Lashley's going to go over Kofi, and yeah. not and not that Kofi isn't going to give a valiant. Oh, I'm sure it'll be a good match. But he's there. He's there to definitely put him over even more until yeah. SummerSlam. Well, we got to return. Edge is back. Oh yeah, Edge returned on SmackDown just two nights ago, and clearly they're setting up for Edge Roman Reigns at Money in the Bank. Is it Money in the Bank? You think? Well, I mean, I don't see why you would have him come back so early if it's not. So maybe, maybe he'll be on Money in the Bank. I, I mean, we know that John Cena is somewhere out there. The rumor is John Cena, Roman Reigns at SummerSlam. That's the that's the rumor. I understand that, and I have no problem with that. I don't know that doing Edge. I it just feels like Edge is just getting Edge is the one that's actually working. Yeah. I, it just seems like Edge is getting the, well, and you'll be good to set him up for John Cena. And then who's Maybe. John Cena going to set him up for? The ghost of Bruno? I mean, come on. I mean, somebody's, some, we're going to have to give something to somebody here who's uh, actually working on it. Hogan's not going to work for him, brother. Uh, but, yeah, that's. <laughs> <laughs> he's rascal. Yeah. <laughs> and he's still going over. Uh, yeah, I just don't see, I don't see Edge and Roman. it. It's a shame. Like, I understand why they did the finish at WrestleMania the way they did it, but this would be a bigger return and a bigger match if Edge had not been, him and Brian been pinned both at the same time at WrestleMania. I disagree. I, I, Edge is Edge, and Edge is always going to be Edge, and I think Edge versus Roman, I think it's big enough for 
SummerSlam. I think it's big enough for WrestleMania. It was big enough for WrestleMania. It was. Part of of a triple threat. So I think Edge... Maybe coming back a little early, if if if, but but you know what? Put him on, put him on whatever. He needs to get his one on one title shot. The, the rumored matches for SummerSlam already I'm seeing are Edge and uh, Seth Rollins. Apparently, boy, well, when are they gonna start that? I, 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 again, <laughs> you know, we, we still yeah. got listen. We still got time. We've got to get through a whole month of July and part of a month of August here. Uh, which brings us to this, WWE, they're going to be back on the road here soon. Mm-hmm. The Thunderdome is over, hallelujah. It was great at the start, but it just got old in a hurry, I think. The Thunderdome? Yeah. I like the Thunderdome. I think the Thunderdome is still pretty cool, but it's time to move on. It's time to get back to crowds. Um, AEW, let's let's talk about them for a second. They've they're, been back to full crowds for a while. Yeah, they're back to full crowds. Um They've had, what, two pay-per-views now from Daly's Place with, with yeah. full crowds? Yeah, and they're starting now, I believe, from now on, on Wednesday nights, they're going to be live with, with crowds again. So I don't know when they're going to go back on the road, but they're back with crowds. Well, now, they've had trouble in the last few weeks because of the NBA playoffs. Yeah. Imagine this. Everybody thought it was going to be because of hockey. NBA's what's been holding them up here. Well, again, that was kind of a that was kind of a weird deal, too, because TBS... Turner, they were all talking about taking on hockey. And that was going, or no, USA was talking about that was going to affect NXT. Well, it turns out they went and moved to NXT just so it wouldn't be a problem. Exactly. And then, oh, Turner ends up picking up hockey. Now, you know, Dynamite's been regulated to Friday. Last night, it was on last night. Mm -hmm. It's been regulated to the Friday, Saturday night deal, well off of their regular schedule, but they're going to TBS now. Yeah. Talking about doing some network musical yeah, chairs and they're still going to have the TNT title yeah, I, on TBS. And, and again, I think AEW is doing decent enough for what TNT wants. Uh, their numbers have dropped, but again, that's expected when you move shows, move nights, and uh, you know you got you go from eight hundred thousand, nine hundred thousand down to five hundred thousand because again, it's after ten o'clock when they're starting. Um, so that that's an issue as well. Well, you know, of course, WWE is going back on the road. WWE has made several releases recently. Uh, yeah. You know, with AEW uh, doing their miscues, NXT doing a whole new change up to their roster. We have plenty to talk about, but we are going to have to take a break. We're going to have to talk to our sponsors, and those are the fine people at the Children's Home Society of West Virginia who are bringing you the worldview of wrestling today. I'm Aaron Stone. I'm Nathan Bush. And we'll be back right after this. So, how can I promote my new curbside pickup service? It's possible with Staples Connect. I need custom floor decals that'll get noticed, not just walked on. Also possible. Staples Connect can help your business grow with custom printed sales and marketing materials. Now get $10 off signs, banners, or posters when you spend $50 or more. Explore what's new at your local Staples. Staples Connect, the working and learning store. N73, valid in store and online. Visit staples.com signage for details. Lowe's wants you to bring the whole family back together this July 4th. We have new lower prices on select bagged molds starting at $2.88 a bag. And add some sizzle with $50 off select Weber Genesis gas grills. Make this holiday one worth remembering. The summer savings continue this July 4th. So stop by Lowe's in-store or online. Lowe's, home to any budget, home to any possibility. While supplies last, selection and product availability vary by location. Ballot 624-77, U.S. only. Mold chopper excludes Alaska and Hawaii. Here's Kane Dials from the Children's Home Society of West Virginia. It is our goal, our mission, to focus on helping children 
find lifetime families, protecting and nurturing children, and helping preserve families. We do that with lifetime families just like you within our foster care system. Become a foster parent, mentor, or volunteer with the Children's Home Society of West Virginia. Call 304-239-2470. Hey, it's me, the mouth of the South, Jimmy Hart. My favorite tag team is Nathan and Aaron because they're on radio station WVOW, the worldview of wrestling. It's unbelievable, baby. (laughs) Thank you, Jimmy. And, uh... Jimmy again was a guest on the Worldview of Wrestling last month, and we thank him for that. Oh yeah, he was leading up to the big ASW yeah, show. Yeah, we'll talk more about it, uh, some local stuff coming up. But right now, we want to take you back in time. You know what time it is? This day in wrestling history. Forty-nine years ago today. How long? Forty-nine. Wow. Back to 1972 in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Great tag team, Professor Tanaka and Mr. Fuji upset, or I don't know if it's an upset, I'm calling it an upset, Chief J. Strongbow and Sonny King to win the WWWF Tag Team Championship. Chief J. Strongbow is not exactly a wrestler that has uh, maintained uh, a great deal of respect from... Uh, well, he's also not much of a wrestler that was legitimately a Native American either, but, you know... Well, I guess he wasn't, the, wasn't he? Italian, He wasn't but, exactly a Wahoo McDaniel here. No, 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 no. he was not. He was more like uh, Chief, or, Chief or J. Uh, Strongbow. <laughs> well, Mr. Fuji, though, and Tanaka, is Professor Tanaka, is that the same Tanaka that I'm thinking about from the early 90s? No, the late 80s? no, 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 no. that's Pat Tanaka. Okay, I was going to say, they they evolved in any way there or what? You know, I don't know. That's a good question. I, I don't know. I just know Pat Tanaka wrestled with uh, Paul Diamond and Mr. Saito as the Orient Express. No, sorry, so for, Paul well, Diamond was under the name Kato. He wore the mask. I was going to say Kato and Tanaka. Yeah. You know, and yeah. then and then what was the other little fellow? The little fellow's name with the bowl haircut. Mr. Saito. Yeah, but did, he had another name, though, didn't he? Did he? Didn't he? I don't recall. Well, <laughs> it's time to move on. Um, before we get too lost on that, we're going. We're, we're sitting here. We have so much to talk about, and we're going to talk. <laughs> and we're talking about the uh, we're talking about a low mid-card tag team from the nineteen. I, I don't recall the Orient Express ever getting a win. So <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm sure, sure they, they did. did. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure they did. But uh, let's go back and talk about WWE releases, shall we? Because there's been. More people going out of WWE than coming in. It's like they signed Eva Marie, and okay, everybody else, you gotta go. Now, do they still have Eva Marie? As far as I know. Has she debuted yet? Yes. She she, was she on this past week. Well, she didn't wrestle, but she was there. She showed up. She walked around, strutted around. She had, as they're calling, actually, she did have a match this past week with uh, Dewdrop, her tag team partner. Uh, oh, who was Piper? Who was Piper Nevin? Now this is Eva Marie's tag team partner. Yes. So she is going to be wrestling. Yes. Oh Lord, help us. Yes. Um, Lord, help whoever. But more she's on, I guess. WWE has released a bunch. If you're following us at Worldview of Wrestling on Facebook, which you should, absolutely. We uh, we like to bring up the releases and you know who's gone where. Um, more recent releases include Killian Dane, the Bollywood Boys. Uh, there's been uh, Fondango, Tyler Breeze. 
I like how he's fun. Dongo. I learned very, very, uh, very much in the past how to say it. And uh, that was a guy that I thought had potential, but just it never just worked out for him. Yeah, long but, career, though. Was in WWE for a long time. Well, he 13 made his, or 14 years. He made his debut at WrestleMania 29. Well, he goes back that far, but you got to remember, before that, he was in uh, developmental. That, he was Johnny Curtis. I was going to say, he was, uh, he, I couldn't remember his name, but he, I knew he'd been in there for a little. Wasn't he on one of the NXT? I think he was. I think he was, Season too. two, maybe? One of the ones that nobody remembers more than likely. Yeah. Now, speaking of releases, Braun Strowman. Yeah, that was a big one. Possibly the biggest one. Yeah. Uh, as far as money invested contract, personality, size, everything yeah. about him was the biggest biggest release. However, yeah, Braun Strowman is popular. Yeah, Braun Strowman has his fan base. Braun Strowman also had about a million dollars coming to him per year. I have a feeling, and we talked about this when it happened. We were very surprised. I think Braun Strowman getting released was a calculated decision. It was a five-year contract, like a million dollars a year. Yeah, and he had just wrestled at the last pay-per-view yeah, for the lost. title for, for the title. But I think they released him basically to, hey, here, take some time off, go away, let go us miss away. you. Let it, yeah, how can we miss you if you don't go away, to quote Cornette. Uh, you know, take some time. We're going to bring you back, but we're going to re-sign you. Now, we're going to pay you, but you're not going to make the money that you were making. Right, because he'll everybody will have forgotten about him, and they won't be as big exactly. on him. So, um, but that, he ain't doing it. It's better to go away, come back for less money, than to stay and continue to just... yeah. You if know, anything, I think water. this is them trying to reboot Baron Strowman. I, I think it is in his best interest. I yeah. agree with you on that. Now, Samoa Joe. Yeah, this one caught every... Well, it didn't catch us by surprise too much. He was doing commentary. He gets released. But the surprising thing is, it seems like Triple H, uh, nobody called him and let him know. And Joe is back in NXT now. Mr. Regal, I believe you wanted to speak with me. That was a story. Was that uh, General Manager Regal? He's been having trouble. This came. Uh, this really played out the last takeover. Yeah, in your house. What was that? Two weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, Regal been having trouble all evening long, and, and for weeks, uh, talent just going at one another, chaos in the back. He comes out. What the last week? Yeah. Comes out and says, "You know what? All this time I've been here." I don't know that I'm the person to do this. Yeah, anymore. and he says, you know, they don't respect me anymore. And Carrion uh, Cross is out there. Oh, and he definitely don't respect him. Yeah, and you know, <laughs> or <playing>. anybody. <laughs> yeah, and he's playing it up. And then Regal asks Joe to become NXT General Manager. And you know, he. And with that being said, I would be more than happy to ensure that you receive the respect that you deserve. From everybody. So Joe declines. He doesn't take the general manager job, but he says, hey, you need a guy to, to watch your stuff. Yeah. So they're really, what they're doing with Joe is reminiscent of the Stone Cold Steve Austin sheriff storyline from back in the early very Raw days. Yeah, very reminiscent. And Joe's basically now the enforcer to the general manager. And I like what they're doing here. They're getting Joe. If he ever gets cleared to wrestle, he can wrestle again. But he's not allowed to touch anybody. And then they throw in the, 
unless he's provoked. Yeah, unless, and he's already been provoked. He choked uh, out uh, Adam Cole last week. So yeah, it's already uh, it's already happening. It's yeah. already happening, and obviously, I think that. Finn Balor's been down in NXT for a while. Yeah, and he's kind of vanished here recently. And he's vanished recently. He he lost uh, the big match there. Do you feel and... like maybe Balor might show up and take money in the bank? Yeah, that's something See, we had Well, there you go. There's something we hadn't thought we about. We hadn't even thought about that. I didn't think about that until just now. Well, you get used to people being on NXT. You don't think about them yeah, coming up. But they can. But they, t- they totally can, and they do. Yeah. Uh, Samoa Joe down there, though, I think... Samojo's where Samojo needs to be. Samojo needs to be in NXT. He could be a great help, not just for training, not just for commentary, not just for an online authority figure uh, or an on-air on screen, yeah, yeah uh, and a wrestler. So he could do all kinds of things. I think that's where he belongs. I agree. I can tell you what doesn't belong in AEW is this big cage, oh. staged, uh, practiced, uh, choreographed. Uh, worked uh, MMA fight that they're doing on there now. Yeah. It was it was bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I want you to hit the reaction that we had. That's about right. Yeah, that was us watching this because we were, you know, we were watching it, and I remember by the end of it, we were going, "Goodness, this is bad." <laughs> Jake Hager came off uh, like a real like a real fighter, which. He mm-hmm. is, and Jake Hager's yeah. legitimate, and and Wardlow is a. Gotta big... watch, gotta watch below the belt though with old Hager. He's he's made wow. him. A, what was it? Three times he got a guy below the belt. Well, that's that's. Of course, know. he said he. Of course, you know, no remorse or anything. He just says, ah, he didn't come to fight. <laughs> but this was, I don't know. I just I didn't care about this. Wardlow looked good. It looked stagey. Jake looked good. Jake Hager. They go and they get in there. I like the intr- I like the 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 entrances and how they started it. It, it. it actually got you ready. But here's the thing: you know it's not. You know that it's not real. And we could tell. <laughs> and then when they get into it, and you you see a million MMA fights, you know they go to take you down. They get you down. They gonna pound. Yeah. They get down. They pound. Yeah. And they got full openings because. Wardlow is not an MMA fighter. Well, look at it this way. If Jake Hager was going to fight somebody... Wardlow's head's completely open. Well, Hager ain't, ain't touching it. Jake Hager is a legitimate collegiate All-American wrestler. He's not going to stand there and throw hands. Why would he... Th- yeah, well, right. He's a wrestler. Why would he do that? But we've seen him fight. We've seen him fight on MMA. He does the same thing everybody else does. And you fight to win. Yeah. It didn't seem like these guys were fighting to win. It seems like they were just... They were, like, hey, how long has it been? Oh, we got another five minutes. You yeah, know, it's like and this the the actual fight went like seven to eight minutes, nine if you count the you know the, but man, it was not good. I didn't like it. A lot of people online this this match really split the internet fans. A lot of people liked it. A lot of people didn't. There was a lot of people who did like it, and I'm not going to get down on for it. If they liked it, if they you liked like it, it. You like it? I mean, that's fine. I just you and I were not keen on it. Only thing that I'm not big on is the fact that people did like it, which means they'll probably do it again. Probably. Uh, uh, but but let's shift back to NXT real quick. We looked over one thing here. New faction in NXT. Now, we talk about how too many factions in AEW. NXT, you know, they lose the Undisputed Era. They break them up, which still hurts me a little bit because I love the, I, I just loved the Undisputed Era. But there's a new faction now. Malcolm Bevins is the tag, or is the, the manager here. And he has brought back Tyler Rust. 
who was what a name, right? Yeah, uh, and Roddy Strong is back, and they have brought in from over in Japan mm. a big signing. They took away Hideki Suzuki, who is a Japanese talent that they signed away, I believe, from Pro Wrestling Noah in Japan. Hmm. So they've they've got this group now, and they're calling themselves the Diamond Mind. If you remember when Bevins and Rust went away, Bevins said, you're just a diamond in the rust right now. And they come back, Roddy Strong, Suzuki, Rust, Bevins, they're the Diamond Mind now. Well, we'll have to see where that's going. And the fact I don't that, mind it. The fact I, I like that they've created Strong. a new group and they've got a new sheriff in town, which I'm sure they're not going to call him sheriff, but with Samoa Joe being yeah. the enforcer on NXT, I have a feeling they're all going to go. They're all going to have problems. Oh, there's going to be problems galore. And speaking of problems, uh, Will Osprey uh. neck injury in Japan. We had posted and talked about Osprey becoming the new IWGP. I think World we even, Heavyweight Champion. I think we even broke that story. We did, because it happened that morning, the day of our last Worldview of Wrestling. So see, when you listen live, what you hear? Mm-hmm. Osprey is injured and had to relinquish the title. So at Pro Wrestling Dominion, which is a, the, basically the SummerSlam for uh, New, New Japan, Japan yeah. Kazuki Okada, or excuse me, Kasasuki Okada, defeat, or was defeated. By Shingo Taki, Takaji, or excuse me, Takaji. Shingo Takaji. I, pro- I want to get a copy of you trying to say all these Japanese wrestlers. Well, I, I know who they are. It's just you know, sometimes it's hard to pronounce, but he, Shingo, because he's always just called Shingo. Right. Right. So right, right. Shingo gets the first uh, world title reign for him now in New Japan. So a new champion in Japan right now. So congratulations to him. Well, before we go to break, what about uh we have Best of the World. Yep, that will Ring be Ring of Honor. That's coming up uh, July weeks. 11th. Yeah, a couple weeks away. Looks like about 2 weeks. Yeah, there's uh July 11th, 2021 Best in the World or Ring of Honor. What do we got lined up on that uh because you know I love Ring of Honor, by the way. Just throwing that out there. And by the way, if anybody's interested, I think we'll be mentioning it later on here. We we do have uh, this to tell you. We know that uh, Pro Wrestling Conquest, they're going to be having mm-hmm. Dan Housen. Dan yes, Dan Housen. He's going to be up in uh, Charleston coming up here, but he's going to be here first uh, for Ring of Honor, best here's, in the world. Here's the matches that have been announced so far. Jay Lethal will face Brody King. Josh Woods will take on the last real man, Silas Young, mm. uh, in a last man standing match. Yeah. EC3 will take on Flip Gordon. <laughs> a ROH World Television title match. You've got Tony Deppen versus Dragon Lee, which should be great. Yeah. And for the heavyweight championship in ROH, Roosh versus Bandito. And well, I think Roosh I, I think, is approaching 500 days as yeah, champion right now. I do not think Bandito will will be the one to uncrown him. I don't see it either. But we'll I don't think it's it. happening at all. No, I say no. I think no. I, I, think I don't. Not. I don't see it happening either. But uh, we'll try and have coverage of that on the Worldview of Wrestling Facebook page as that event happens. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. You know, it's, here's the thing: we always talk about. SmackDown, Raw, Vince McMahon, he pulls, he, he goes and raids NXT. You know, we need to give credit where credit's due on NXT. They get raided by their own company. Yeah. And they build it right back up. Well, look at Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor was, it's Ring of Honor has while. been raided by everybody. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> they, but they're starting to build it back up. They, they got, are. They got, they, they, are. they got Dan Housen. They've got um, – The Briscoes are still there. Briscoe. The, I love Flip Gordon. EC3 is there. Lethal and Grisham. Oh, that entire faction uh, with Lethal, Grisham, Rhett Titus. Those guys are great. Brody King is fantastic. I watched the Dan Housen uh, with his match against uh, Rhett Titus, and he poured the, the teeth. teeth in his mouth. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not a foreign object. They already have teeth in their mouth. <laughs> that guy, like, I, I do really love that guy. It's He's like Paul enjoyable. Stanley talking like a Stu Hart. It's a weird <laughs> It's a weird thing. But he's going to be at Pro Wrestling Conquest July 16th at the Charleston, West Virginia Capital Sports Complex. And he's going to be taking on the the Imperial Champion, Jock Sampson. Yeah, that one should be a, a very interesting match for sure. Uh, well, Jock Sampson is mad. He says he doesn't wrestle juggalos. But oh, he called him a juggalo. He did. I don't think that that's paint. I think that's a tattoo. <laughs> I will tell you. Anyway, we're gonna to have to take another break. When the when the paint starts smearing, you go bad tattoo works. Yeah, of course. But uh, we're gonna take a break now. Again, thanks to the Children's Home Society for bringing you the show, and uh, we'll be back talking about more local wrestling right after this. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company presents and Doug. Check it out, Lemu. A roadside carnival. Step right up, folks. Test your strength. Come see the fire-breathing baby. <laughs> Let's fan out and tell people that Liberty Mutual customizes your car insurance so you only pay for what you need. Look! An Emu wearing sunglasses! Lemu, you're famous. Only pay for what you need. Welcome to Sweet Tea USA, where we know our sweet tea, and we like it sweet. Sweet in the morning to get you through the day, sweet in the evening to put a smile on your face. And McDonald's knows sweet tea, too. That's why you can get any size sweet tea for just a dollar. Plus, with insulated large cups, your drink stays cold longer. Here in Sweet Tea USA, everything is a little sweeter. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal as compared to prior large cup. The World View of Wrestling, WVOW on WVOW, brought to you by the Children's Home Society of West Virginia. And we're also live online at our website, WVOWradio.com. You can listen to us now. You can listen to us anytime. Uh, if you listen to us now, you get to hear about how last night, uh, Statlander on AEW uh, just about uh, broke the neck of uh, Britt Baker. No, it wasn't. Actually, I said it wrong. It was the bunny, not Britt Baker. The bunny. I was sitting there thinking, I didn't think it was her. No, okay. It was the bunny. The bunny d- dropped her on her head. Yeah. It was bad, too. <sighs> well, that'll be something for this day in wrestling history on this day next year. But this day in the past, we got to look at this day in wrestling history. Let's go back to 1999, 22 years ago, at the King of the Ring in Greensboro, North Carolina, Billy Gunn. He's crowned King of the Ring. Probably one of the least remembered King of the Rings. Uh, uh, I would put Mabel below him, but I think... Uh, yeah, but see, that's the thing. I think everybody remembers him. They just don't care. <laughs> Undertaker beats The Rock to remain uh, to retain WWF title. Vince and Shane McMahon beat Stone Cold in a handy... I do remember this when they had all the ladders set up at the entranceway. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I think this is when they had the big... 
Stone Cold was running the company, he and was. he was the one defending the control. Yeah, it ah. was. And the, the handicap ladder match. Yeah, remember the briefcase kept raising when Austin would climb the ladder, which is which and was, they never explained it. Well, no, they never they explained it. They didn't have it. to. Vince, that's still his company. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I say you're right. That's what it was right there. Uh, okay, so let's talk about ASW All Star Wrestling. Well, first off. Got a new new heavyweight champion. Huh? The 400 and I believe it was 454 or 455 day reign of Ron Mathis came to an end at the last ASW event in Madison, West Virginia. ASW's most wanted, Davey Richards, is now a two-time ASW heavyweight champion. He defeated Mathis there in a... Absolutely was, fantastic match. That was last month. Or, yes, that was yeah. last month. That was the big show that we were we were building to with the when uh, Ricky Steamboat was in. Dallas. No, this was a, the, the show after that. Was it the show after that? Okay. Yes, this was uh, this was the show after that. It featured uh, we had America's Most Wanted from TNA was in the house. Brian Myers, Swoggle, a uh, lot of a lot of great people in the house for that one. But uh, coming up. August the seventh. This is what AS. This may be the biggest All Star Wrestling show of uh, of all time coming oh, your way. Yeah. This is a big one now. Yeah, this one. It, it don't get much smaller. Or excuse me, it don't get much bigger than this. Here is what we've got coming up. It's ASW's Bash in Beckley, the first ever event All Star Wrestling is going to hold in Beckley, and uh, you know they they're pulling out all the stops. They're going. To the Beckley Convention Center, the old armory that uh, used to be ran by Smoky mm-hmm. Mountain back in the day. A couple thousand people it holds. Ringside seats sold out in six minutes. And here's some of the people that will be there. Featuring ASW stars, of course, uh, but other stars. Jerry the King Lawler will be there. Wrestling, he will. Oh, he's going to be doing everything. Yes. Hey, everybody, it's WWE Hall of Famer Jerry the King Lawler. Right there on the shirt, it says it. And I want to tell you that Saturday, August the 7th, I'm going to be at Beckley, West Virginia to go against Shane Storm. He's been shooting his mouth off about how tough he is, but we're going to find out how tough he is Saturday, August the 7th in Beckley, West Virginia. I'll be there wrestling. I'll also be there signing autographs. So, everybody, come on by and see the King. Well, the King will be there uh, in his match against Shane Storm. Shane Storm will have his mentor, Bobby Blaze, in his corner. Shane and Bobby don't stand a chance. And Dennis Condry will be the special enforcer. That's right. Dennis Condry from the Midnight Express is going to be there. That's well. that's super neat, but it doesn't matter. Jerry Lawler's, Jerry Lawler's going to whoop them all. He's going to drop that strap off his shoulder. Hey, He's going to climb Bobby up Blaze, on that rope. And he's Bobby Blaze off. holds a victory of Jerry Lawler. For the Smoky Mountain Heavyweight title. So we'll see. Well, if he wasn't the enforcer and he was over on Shane's side, I'd probably give him a he little. He is on Shane's side. You just said he was a special ring enforcer. That's Dennis Condry. Bobby Blaze. Bobby Blaze? Yeah. I ain't paying attention to what you're saying. All right. And also there in the building, rugged Ronnie Garvin, the Hands of Stone, will be there, as well as formerly known as Kurt Hawkins. Brian Myers will be there. Again, Matt, really? You're going to follow me here to All-Star Wrestling where I've made a home in West Virginia? Well, guess what? It's going to be just like Impact. I don't want you here. I'm going to make sure you get out because it's going to be a roster cut. And a one, two, three, and this time never sees you again. And that is Brian Myers. Yeah, he'll be taking on Matt Cardona, who will also be there. August 7th, 
Beckley, West Virginia, the Beckley Convention Center, ASW, always ready, Matt Cardona is coming. The internet champion is coming. The host of the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast is coming, and I'm coming to reboot Brian Myers. So mm. they'll be going one-on-one. -on -one. Also, that's going to be a little harder to call right yeah, there. That's going to be a fun one. Also, uh, Davey Richards, Ron Mathis will have their rematch for the ASW title. No, oh, now wait a minute. Let's and there's one more that now. Davey Richards and Ron Mathis part two. Yeah, Woo. I'm looking forward to it. Oh man. Uh, and finally, our final guest, the man himself, Heath Slater. And oh, baby, you better be there because it's going to be a bash. That's right. So <laughs> get your tickets now. They're available online at the box office. Again, uh, we've uh, the first day, just the very first day they went on sale, over 200 tickets sold. Get your tickets now. Don't wait for ASW's Bash in Beckley. I'm looking forward to that one, Mr. Stone. I can't wait. Um, you know, oh, you got well, we'll talk about it here in a bit. I, I forgot about it, I had it here. We, we were talking about NXT a second ago, but but we'll get to it here. Uh, talking about LA Knight. Oh, uh, well, we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to, we'll, we'll get back to him here in a minute. I, I, I was, just, I was, I, I just love the whole million dollar man thing. So, yeah, it's been, it's been I've great. Been, I, I don't want to jump, I don't want to jump the gun on it, but, uh, so. <laughs> We got money in the bank coming up. We do. Uh, so we thought we would do something sort of fun, and uh, we're not going to take up a whole lot of time. With no, this, no. But we're going to pick. Um, we're going to pick our dream ladder matches. Yes. Uh, we're going to go through. We're just going to. Uh, we get to pick eight each. Yeah, and we can repeat. And we'll put them up on our Facebook this evening, and uh, you can actually get on there and you can tell us who you think. Uh, has the better yeah money in the bank match? All right, well uh, we got eight choices each. Go ahead, I, go ahead, Stone. You I, start. Oh, uh, me? Sure. Why do I have to start? What did you did, want me to start? How do we figure this out? Who started last time? I'm just I'm being a gentleman and letting you start this. Well, it's about time. <laughs> so I'd have to say if I was going to pick anybody, it, being a Stone from Route 44, of course. At Sarah Ann. Of course. Being a Logan County, being a Southern West Virginia, being a wrestling fan, I don't see how you couldn't start a Money in the Bank without. Woo! Woo! That's <laughs> right. Well, hey, I mean, it's not a terrible choice. Hey, hey, if you want to be the man. Got to beat the man, gotta right? Got to put the man in your Money in the Bank that's match. Very, you know what? I'm not going to lie. That's very true. And I'll be honest with you. Uh, if, he, if he were going to be in my match, he would be doing it. With a tear in my eye! I'm just saying. Of course. I, and why wouldn't he? That's the only prep I did on this, by the uh, way. No, no problem. <laughs> Ric Flair! Um, I'm going to take first the man that brought the ladder match to the United States of America. Brett the Hitman Hart. Oh, yeah, Brett. Brett the Hitman Hart. Yeah, that's, uh, my, first of all, my all-time favorite. And he did. He brought it from... Stampede down to WWF. So oh, yeah, they've done it for years. They had mm -hmm. uh, they have all kinds of footage of uh, what was it, Jake the Snake? And yeah, well, he wasn't even the Snake yet. He was no, just... he was just Jake Roberts at the time. Yeah, um, yeah. There's actually on the ladder match DVD. If you ever watch it, there's one of the old Stampede ladder matches there, which looked like it was horrendous to watch. Oh, it looked rough because the way they had it set up. But anyway, your <laughs> next pick, sir. Oh man, my next pick, my next pick, my next pick. And this is all time, of course, all time, of course, all. Time, and the only reason I picked this guy is because I wanted to play his music. 
Ernest Miller? <laughs> Makes you wonder, doesn't it? <laughs> no, no, no. In this case, I'm going to actually go with Brodus Clay. We talked about okay. it a lot this week. We did. And I thought, you know, you got to have a big man. You in do. Your, in, your, in your money in the bank match. So I thought, why? Why? He's, he'll he'll cover the comedy portion of it. He's a big guy. He can pick flair up, throw him all over the place. So I went with the Funkasaurus. Okay. All right. Uh, that's not a bad pick. Not, I, no, it's not a good pick, but it, it's my pick. Hey, that's your pick. <laughs> I'm taking one of the all-time underrated ladder match performers, and that's Shelton Benjamin. Oh, Get, get uh, little, I think Benjamin former hurt business going. I, on I love Shelton Benjamin. A little former hurt business. Yeah, he's one of my he's one of my favorites. I'm so. still sad that they got rid of the hurt business. You or know, at least I am they got too. rid of the members. Of the I, hurt I am. I am too. Very much so. All right, back to you, Mister Stone. All right, so you got Shelton. Yes. I... Who am I going to get? <laughs> think about it now. Um, one hour show. I know. Right. <laughs> We're getting down to the last segment here, so I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with, you know what? 90s Ron Simmons again? <laughs> <laughs> 1991 Ron Simmons. No, no. Uh, I'm going to have to go with uh, somebody that's strong, somebody that's going to be uh, a big a big spot guy in the match. And uh-huh. I'm going to go with Cesaro. That's a, that's, a, that's a great pick. I always go, I always get, when in doubt, get Cesaro. You're right. You're right. And since we're going all time, uh, Cesaro's a great pick. He's actually my one of my favorite guys right now. But I'm going to go with a classic again, Eddie Guerrero. Oh, Viva La Raza. Yes, I uh, I lo- do love me some Latino heat. Uh, Eddie Guerrero is one of the greatest of all time. All right, so let's see. Ric Flair, Brodus Clay, Cesaro. You need you some high flyers, man. Nah, we'll get to them in a minute. We'll okay. put Ultimate Warrior. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know who's going over here. No, we don't. <laughs> We have to pick our winner too, right? Oh, we do. Okay. Well, okay. I mean, we're we're booking it. We that's true. That's true. Gotta have a finish. Okay. Well, I'm gonna go with the man that won the first Money in the Bank ladder match. I'm going with Edge. Oh, Edge. I like Edge. I like Edge too. That's a great pick. Thank you. And I, I actually really love his music too. So, Edge. Edge. Great. Great pick. Actually. Thank you. Former Thank you. winner. Big pick right there. Yeah. So, all right, so I need to get some high flyers in here. So, um, I'm going to go, I'm going to go, you know who I'm going to go? I'm going to go. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Big boss man? (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with a one of a kind here. Ah, Rob Van Dam. Good, Good pick. That's a great pick. Former actually. winner as he, well. He is. You said I had to get some high flyers, hey, so there got, you go. You got it. I'm going to take one kind of off the radar here, a guy that really uh, shines in ladder matches, at least from what I've seen. I'm going with Adam Cole, baby. baby. All right, that's a good Adam one. Adam Cole. That's a, that's a good one now. That's a good one. Um, I do love Adam Cole. And, uh, of course, I hate that they, they broke up their group, too. Yeah, me too. I did love the Undisputed Era. Undisputed was uh, they, they were they were they were they were they were pretty good. They were pretty good, but uh, you know the, three he, more. He won't have any help. He won't. He won't have any help. So I'll tell you what. I'm going to go with my next pick. I'm going to go with my next pick. I'm, you know what? I think I'm just going Jerry the King Lawler. You know Lawler had a really good TLC match with Miz on Raw one time. 
Yes, he did. That was a great match. <laughs> uh, it's right up there with remember the one that uh, Ric Flair and Edge yeah, had. Yeah, yeah, it was really so, good stuff. Hey, they these veterans now you can't 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 overlook them. You now. can't. You can't. Uh, I'm gonna go now with another pick of a, of a more modern day guy. I'm gonna go with Ricochet because this guy's Ricochet, unbelievable. Huh? Ricochet. Okay. All right. That's a good one. All right. Two more. All right. Two more. I thought I already had two more. Okay. All right, so I'm going to actually, my last one is actually, going, I'm going to make it a tag team Okay, player. okay. We're going to throw the Legion of Doom in here. <laughs> the LOD. I can All tell right. you right now, my, mine might not be much to look at, but my Star studded. Man, Star studded. There's going to be people, they're going to be dropping their drinks, they're going to be skipping the bathroom, they're going to be coming right back into the arena. Okay, hey, you know what? You can't go wrong there. For my final two, I'm also going to take a tag team. Okay, I am. I'm gonna go with the fabulous root. No, I'm kidding. I'm gonna (laughs) (laughs) fabulous root show. The all American. No, I'm kidding. I'm gonna take the Hardy Boys, Matt and Jeff. The Hardy Boys. Yeah. All right. All right. That's pretty good. Yeah. The Hardy Boys. Uh, All right. Yeah. No, it's good to say like you know the Nasty Boys or anything. Oh God. That match had been over before they ever got to the ring. Uh, there's a, there's a, there's some people in Gilbert still <laughs> looking for the nasty boys, but nevertheless, <laughs> they're up around well, Yeah, <laughs> that's our pick for ladder match. There, our dream money in the bank uh, ladder match. So who's your winner? Who you putting over? You know, just because I think he deserves it, um, and he came, a, he's he's come a long way over the years. Shelton Benjamin, I'm putting Benjamin over. Benjamin. Well, Bret Hart doesn't need it. Eddie Guerrero doesn't need it. Adam Cole's a star in the making. Edge has already won it. Ricochet, yeah, he's still new. The Hardy Boys are a great tag team. I think Shelton Benjamin could use the push. Who are you putting over? Who am I putting over? Yeah. Hmm. Well. I swear if you play that Brodus Clay music one more time. (laughs) (laughs) You're looking for it, aren't you? No. No. (laughs) I already told you I'm a Route 44 boy. Yeah. <laughs> Rick Flair. Not only is my match better, but mine has the better ending. I can't argue with the better ending Ooh, part. It's pretty good. With a tear in his eye, he won yeah. the first stone money in the bank match. Oh, right there, there you go. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, I'll tell you what. Let's take our last break. We'll come back. We'll wrap the show up. You're listening to the Worldview of Wrestling on WVOW in Logan. We're planning a trip to Spain later this year. But our Spanish is... It's pretty bad. So we're using Babbel. Babbel's conversation-based method teaches you real-life words and phrases. And with Babbel's interactive bite-sized lessons, you'll remember what you learned. There's no easier way to learn another language. Ahora hablamos español. He just said, now he speaks Spanish. Babbel, language for life. Now try Babbel for free. Just go to Babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. At Bowles Builders, demand is through the roof. To keep up, his business needs a stronger foundation. Just one sec. Bowles Builders, this is Bow. This weekend? Yeah, we can do it. Indeed can help him hire the people he needs. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. When you sponsor a job, you immediately get your short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply.
Society of West Virginia. Protecting and nurturing traumatized children is our top priority when placing them in our emergency shelters. And we do just that when we have people like you who want to make a positive impact on West Virginia youth. Become a foster parent, mentor, or volunteer with the Children's Home Society of West Virginia. Call 304-239-2470. Bro. And we're back on the Worldview of Wrestling, and right now we want to take a minute and we're going to talk about our matches of the month this month. Um... Mr. Stone, what was one of your matches of the month this month that you oh, need to see? Man, L.A. Knight and Cameron Grimes yeah. ladder match from uh, TakeOver. Yeah, we, we both agreed on that one for sure. That's a match you have to see. And we talked about L.A. Knight. Let's play the clip. I've learned so much from the Million Dollar Man just in the last few weeks. But, I mean, if you consider my entire life, like I said, you were a fixture. I learned so much. And now I've got everything that I want. And now that I have everything that I want... It's time to drop what I don't need. Man, just not knocking out old Ted DiBiase. Poor Ted. Um, that's a shame. A couple more to mention real quick. Obviously, Raymond Mysterio, Roman Reigns, Hell in a Cell match. I think you should check that out. Adam Page and Brian Cage from AW Double or Nothing was a match mm-hmm. I think you need to see. That was a good one. And Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Two uh, great match they had at Hell in a Cell. Our throwback matches of the month. Mr. Stone, you picked the first ever Money in the Bank ladder match. I did. So it's a great one. Go back and check that out. And I went with Midnight Express and the Southern Boys, Great American Bash, 1990. Check it out. Now, we're going to end the show with a couple of our well, favorites. Well, before we go to that, real quick, before we do it, we also got to remember on this day yes. in 2004, yeah. it was the uh, Great American Bash. I think it was the first like, American yeah, Bash since. The, yeah, the first one since 2000. Uh, yeah. Yeah, this is where JBL won the title from Eddie Guerrero in a Texas bull rope match. And oh, the other one. It's also where The Undertaker killed Paul Bearer in a vat yeah. of cement. Get Get it. Down, man. What the? The cement Undertaker pulled the lever. <laughs> what? What are you doing? I believe it was oatmeal. Was it oatmeal? It was a kayfabe murder on <laughs> live pay-per-view. Oh, my Lord, folks, he's dead. Well, we'll see you tomorrow night and we'll yeah. see what happens. <laughs> Also, uh, this was the last pay-per-view appearance of Sable in the WWE um, as a performer. But the big one, the big one. More importantly, for almost six years, I have proved to everybody in the world that I am the best on this microphone, in that ring, even at commentary. Nobody can touch me. The CM Punk pot bomb this day in 2011. Ten years ago today, Punk, Punk dropped the pipe bomb and... Really catapulted himself into the stratosphere of wrestling superstar. Uh, iconic. I mean, it's it's right up there. With One of the anything. best promos ever. Right. But Vince McMahon's going to make money despite himself. He's a millionaire who should be a billionaire. You know why he's not a billionaire? It's because he surrounds himself with glad-handing, nonsensical yes-men like John Laurinaitis, who's going to tell him everything that he wants to hear. And I'd like to think... That maybe this company will be better after Vince McMahon's dead, but the fact is, it's it's going to get taken over by his idiotic daughter and his doofus son-in-law and the rest <laughs> of his stupid family. What a way to end it! What a way to end it! Well, if you uh, 
feel like it, get on Facebook. Check us out. It's the Worldview of Wrestling right there on your Facebook machine. You can always catch us at WVOWradio.com with our new episodes. Plus, we also have specials on there every now and then yep. when it's warranted. Yep. So check out podcasts and streaming on WVOW. Radio.com. Again, big thanks to our sponsor, the Children's Home Society of West Virginia, and we'll see you next time on the Worldview of Wrestling. Until then, we're out of here. <laughs>